Well, despite not having a free practice one, a two and a half hour delayed free practice two, and no fans for FB2 in a resulting lawsuit as a result, uh, two cars damaged due to a manhole cover with a controversial penalty as a result, temperatures more resembling the Arctic Circle than the desert, uh, some truly cringeworthy pre- and post-race gear, and Jacques Villeneuve getting married in the F1 chapel, despite all that... We actually had a pretty good race. Uh, how how do you see the weekend, Carl? Because there's definitely two ways of going about it. But uh, yeah, how long were you cooking that intro up? I typed it up about three minutes before we got on call. <laughs> nice, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like this is the kind of weekend where I feel like it's been covered more than any other weekend. Yes. Um. So maybe you know, there's a lot to talk about as you've just covered. But maybe there's a lot that we can delve into that maybe hasn't been as covered because mm. you've just seen the headlines of, as yep. you say, the farcical day one, the yep. bizarre US antics, you know, the yeah, those type of events. But there's still plenty, plenty of I think things that are now even this week as things are simmering down, people are realizing a few things, you know, that either happen in the back or just other facts and figures and such. So yep. um yep. there's a lot that we can get into. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, it's that the race was I, I had very maybe low hopes for the race i was very fence sitting about whether i thought the race would be good or not but it actually i think everyone was yeah. i don't think a single person knew it's like it's mm. almost a 50 50 to go either way like you yeah you couldn't know <laughs> even after quality it's like you still can't know <laughs> yeah qualifying was was a, a strange one as well like as i sort of half predicted i the the Ferrari, sorry, not the Mercedes. Uh, that's my uh, 2014 to 2020 brain working. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Ferrari was uh, undoubtedly the strongest, arguably all weekend, um, including the race as well. But they were yeah. un- like almost untouchable in the um, in the qualifying. Like I think he had Leclerc had three tenths to to max. Which is oh, probably the biggest. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah, they pretty much gapped the field. Even yeah, the, both of them really gapped the field. Yes. So yes. that car had something. Mm. Uh, I I didn't check to see if this was similar to reasons for Singapore again. As I guess we'll get into this circuit, the conditions, both because of the temperature and mm. the track surface itself, is basically like three or four combinations of things we've never seen before. Even if one of them was something we've never seen before. There was like three or four of them together. Mm. So it made for complete unpredictability. And I guess Ferrari, the ones that that figured it out overall. I mean, that didn't translate to anything, which I guess we'll get into. But still overall pace. Yeah, they still were the fastest team. Um, So credit where it's due. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, they they were the top dog to to beat this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I mean... We can start with Max ends up winning, but I feel like we say this, we've said this more in the last few races. It wasn't as easy as, uh, hey, Max got P1 again. There we go. We're done. Yes. Preview, uh, debrief done. But yes. um, it was it was tricky. Like we said, with, um, uh, with, with Leclerc being so fast in that Ferrari and Perez actually uh, doing things again, uh, actually made it quite difficult um and as we'll go into the the penalty actually did uh meant particularly late race he had to fight for it so yep um but i mean that red bull i want to touch on red bull because obviously red bull went uh 
I, I want to say a slightly different way. Maybe we just didn't hear about it with other teams, but Max went the uh, the the full sort of low um, downforce with the, the straight line speed. It ended up being probably the right decision, um, whereas Perez took a little bit more wing, uh, left him vulnerable down the straights, as we saw later mm. in the race. But um, it's, yeah, I what, what did you think of, Perez's race because I know you've been you've been pretty vocal <laughs> <laughs> about particularly his uh, his last uh, defensive move or lack thereof. Um, but I mean, he did he did okay for the most part. You would have to say that summarizes. I think mm. it's it's overall it's hard to you know slap him down too much. Mm. I mean. <laughs> he drove a, he drove a decent race. I mean, yeah. this was a difficult circuit. It was a circuit that anyone could have made a mistake. It was a circuit where drivers and strategists and teams had to think on the fly. And really, he had a decent shot at winning it. I mm. know some people would put it down to saying even with his car disadvantage, it made it harder. Um, it did mean that through the corners and such, he was able to keep quite close to other cars. So mm. when he was moving through the field, it meant he could really tuck up behind people and then pass them. But it meant if he was being attacked... You could see, even if he got a good run out of that corner, which often he did because he had that bit of the, the better grip, yeah. um, then it's the straight was just too long where people could just pounce on him, yeah. which ironically happened to him basically twice where yes. he got you know overtaken once and then Leclerc made a mistake, but then he fought back and then he did it a second time. <laughs> and it was like, oh, like... It was the same corner, but, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. but he still... Look, bigger picture... Perez did secure his P2 this weekend. Yep. Which and gets... And that, I think, says enough, yep. like, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's. I think that's that, that was the biggest thing. Like, I mean, he wasn't... I say he wasn't really under threat from Hamilton. Hamilton did have to outscore him by, I think, seven points to, to even still be yeah. in with a shot, and that would still mean he had to win. It was not that long ago, yeah. though, we were saying it was almost like a certainty. Yes, so yeah, true. Yep. These past few races, yeah, it has shown that Mm. wherever this has suddenly come from you know he's been trying out for 15 races trying to get this yeah, back yeah and now suddenly yeah this this doesn't look good bad he had mm. a good fight it was good to see even the red bulls working together even to try and do a few things that surprised me actually it, it, yeah, yeah it did it was it was surprising but um I, th I think look it was any three of those drivers in the top three really they could have won it yep. and i think max again was put on the back foot he even made a few mistakes but then he he worked hard took a few risks and it kind of paid off and yeah he just came out on top yep um but any three of those drivers could have had it yeah i, mean. I think i would say um had leclerc not been uh, as he would quote why is he so unlucky uh he got quite unlucky this race as well i think with that because yeah. he one stopped um with that second safety car um where max did pit again um leclerc obviously didn't because it was just timing wise not it just wouldn't have worked um it was one of those where i don't think the teams had much time to make a call mm. so people like perez and that it was a pretty easy choice yeah because they either stopped super early and that was part of why perez and others were flying through the field because yes. they stopped very early either because they're in a lap one incident or they just you know were trying something different mm. and this was the perfect time for them to come into the fray um and then you had some drivers who had stopped kind of recently but they thought but if we box here, this is kind of the perfect time to get a tyre set towards the end of the race. Yeah. Um, so we saw a few cars kind of stay out. Um, 
there was really two major cars, which was Leclerc, of course, which was more the fight for the lead, and Piastri, who was slightly different yes. because he still had to stop after that, and they were hoping to bank on another safety car or such. Yeah, um, yeah, because he went hard, hard. One... So he, they knew yeah. he was running like P, P two or P three or something, and it's like, P, oh, he's well, P, well, P yeah, and then he was yeah. basically P four for the rest yeah. of that until he had to stop because yeah, they were yeah. just you know holding out on it. Cause that that was just the what they played into, but um. Mm. Yeah, going back to Max and, mm. and Leclerc, um, of course we should say Max kind of fell back because we had running into T1. Mm. This wasn't the only incident. We had before the race, which was a significant contributor to this, all the yeah. drivers went around for the parade and Piestri's car basically shat the bed or shat the start-finish line, yes. for lack of a better term, and splurted oil everywhere. Mm. Um, a lot of oil. And of course that was right on the left side of the grid. Um, so not only was this grid... Um, really difficult but basically every car at the start that dived over on the left hand side then suddenly realized that they couldn't stop where they wanted to stop so you had uh alonso who dived over and yeah. then suddenly couldn't stop you had signs who dived over to the left and then couldn't stop and the top two kind of were doing their own thing they both couldn't really stop yes. max kind of went wide and then there was always a bit of a yeah a kerfuffle um yeah surprising i guess that no cars kind of got taken out because it was more mm. just a few clumsy slidey around bumper yeah. cars type shenanigans it's like um, that it I guess... reminds me of that simpsons episode you know when when homer's in the car and he's in the car park with the ice and he's like bumping in between all the cars trying to get yeah the car yeah, park. yeah 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 i don't know why yeah, yeah. yeah um i think i saw another another clip of um i think it's top gear when they're in like an ice rink and clarkson is racing in a oh car, that's like right a and speed goes... skater and he's kind yep. of drifting around all the corners yeah. and bumping into the walls and everything <laughs> yeah yeah um, but it was very much like that and yeah. it, it meant basically the race straight away we had drama we had max who got ahead and of course was saying oh i think i had it and then you had the claire going well what the hell was that he pushed me yeah. off yeah. um and they basically yeah red bull basically said don't give it back just yet it looked like max was going to actually run away with it and we thought oh well even if he gets a penalty now this is going to be another five seconds but it doesn't bloody matter yes but then he didn't run away with it and then the clay through that kind of second phase of that first stint caught up to him which is um, not something we've ever seen before that yeah doesn't, that doesn't so happen. He, he obviously didn't go oh it's, this has happened again this is crap yeah. he just went i'm gonna go after him and max you, you saw like early pulled a gap really quick mm. and the theory was maybe then you know he was trying to break the drs because the drs the drs train he's so big yeah and as we saw that Ferrari, if it got a sniff of it being a slipstream, it was like a bullet. Yeah. Um, so Max was trying to get away and then, you know, he probably pushed it a bit too hard and the Ferrari's like, come Thank here, you. you. Much. And yeah. it, exactly. He got, he got and it passed, meant didn't that he? Yeah. He did. Yeah. And it meant that it's probably a good topic to go after the year because this is a really good assessment of was the, the five second thing. penalty, good mm -hmm. or not, versus telling him to just get the place back because he gave the place back... He, they might have kind of boxed in the same order they did anyway. But in this case, Max had to serve five seconds, which at the time was killer. It put him really far back. And yep. if they just said swap it and then they were still close to each other, well, then that wouldn't have hurt him as much, you know? Yeah. Then you would have gone, oh, he should get more than that because he should be hurt more than just... So the, the difference is, like, Leclerc obviously had... Like we even saw during the race, he was able to hold off Perez for, for quite a lot. And I think yeah. he, possibly even Max, I, I forget. But like using the battery really efficiently, yeah. like even though they had the DRS behind, he still had really, really good top line speed. So yeah. the, the idea is that I, th I think it might have been a, 
um, the race article potentially. Um, but they were talking about like being because graining was such a big issue having the clean air out in front probably made a big difference. Like we obviously saw that yeah. Leclerc was able to take care of his tires despite being two seconds behind Max. Um, imagine if Max with his significantly more graining was yes. also behind Leclerc, yeah. his tires might've fallen off a lot quicker and then he could it's have true. been vulnerable to even people behind. So um, that is, yeah, like you said, the, the whole five second penalty, I think is it's, it's happened enough times that I think it's just kind of a postseason thing we need to talk about. Yeah. I think in this instance, it didn't make too much difference. It was probably because he had to serve it on t- under um, like uh, under a pit stop, and because he didn't get away from the pack like he normally does. It kind of made it that it was sort of the right penalty to give, but in yeah. most instances, as we've seen, you know, in the past, yeah. they'll just cop the penalty and just blast off five seconds down the road, take the time penalty yep. at the end of the race, and it doesn't matter. So there is definitely something yeah. that needs to be needs to be done with that. But yeah, like, yeah, it's it, it is like it does change the dynamic of the race. Uh, it did because so, he had yeah. to then get his elbows out yeah. and ironically one of the moves that from his side i think he he this is the second time he tried the move where kind of running after that second straight mm. you've got that twisty section leading on to i guess the third straight it would be um we saw max early i believe it was on an alpine make a move kind of like around the outside which became the inside and it was brilliant mm. and then he uh, I was I was talking. Um, I was actually talking to my dad about this, and I was saying about how normally you can't really do that because you've got a racing line, and then off the racing line yeah. is so dirty that it's like you're not going out there, son. You know, unless it's like super wet where it doesn't really matter, you're but, gonna slip off. But because, because there was basically grip, no racing yeah. line here, yeah. it you could go through a different line, and mm. if you had that lateral grip, which of course the Red Bull does, mm. then you could go around the outside. Um, and it was ironic that the second safety car, which really brought him back into this race. Because I think without that, True. it was pretty straightforward for the Claire. It might have been a little difficult, but far easier than it ended up being. Because as you saw, he had to fight tooth and nail and just got the P2, right? Yep. But ironic that the incident that George caused with Max is the safety car that ended up saving Max and actually bunched up the pack. Yeah, that he took is that pit ironic. stop so they could check the car and get mm. the tires. And that meant he was actually a lot closer. And also because then... Perez and others who kind of lucked out were then much closer to, to, to Charles, of course. So yeah. um, there's a question of whether they should have boxed Leclerc, of course. Um, I think that's one way people go. It's kind of 50-50, but yeah. kind of if you look at it. So I think it's, yeah, it, it's definitely 50-50 because you're, you're running out ahead. You also have to, you know, you have to make that choice first. You can't really react to anyone yes, behind you because by then it's you, yeah. exactly they do the they, the classic do the opposite to do the X, opposite, right yes, you hear so, that so many times um if it was just max that pitted or maybe one or two people that pitted he might have still been okay because max would again still have to fight through a lot of the field again it was the fact yeah. that it was like six or seven all in the same group all pitted at the same time that sort of kind of went against Leclerc yeah. there, And those so. that did stay out weren't really cars they were going to have mm. much of a problem with yeah. to overtake, so... Yeah, so I think the the, the biggest uh, losers there definitely Leclerc, but, um, yeah, you have to say the, the Williams as well, they both stayed out 
they had more than enough pace for a double points finish, but they just started yeah. absolutely dropping back um, on on that yeah. on those tires, which was which was really unfortunate. So um, I tell you who absolutely won big time is uh, P4 Ocon, P5 Stroll, starting P16, P19. Um, both I think pit under no uh, Ocon only one stopped. Uh, he got up to P8 on lap one during the kerfuffle and then somehow did a one-stop. I don't know how that Alpine had pace. I don't... <laughs> it doesn't make sense. They're supposed to be down I on power. I think it was just he kept out of trouble. Yeah, this was certainly a maybe. race to keep out of trouble. I mean, especially in T1. Look, we had eight different teams in the top 10 mm. and one of those yeah. teams wasn't McLaren. So that says enough True. about that starting that we had. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Perez, I think, for once, wasn't really stuffed by his own omission. The team basically thought that he was safe when in reality we saw the massive time gain that drivers found. I thought um, that was a really, really strange decision. When they brought yeah. him in and he was P6 and they boxed him early, and it's like, I don't... I, that's the wrong call. Like, straight up, I'm yeah. like, that's that's the wrong call. There are drivers behind that will improve, and he just missed out. It's the one race where can yeah. looked pretty damn strong. Mm. Who knows where he could have started. Yeah. Um, but as we say, after that kind of T1 and then, as we say, two safety cars, it kind of meant that anyone could kind of recover something. Yep. We did have some of those cars like Bottas that started in the top 10, but they got completely bamboozled by the start, and that meant that yeah. top 10 was not able to be cashed in at all. So mm. I don't think any teams that were fighting for this P7 and the constructors actually scored here. Um, uh, no, you might be right, actually. P10 yeah, was the McLaren, true. P9... I don't think P9 was, was Alonso. Yeah. Yeah, so it was only yeah, Piastri, Alonso, Russell, Hamilton, Sainz, Stroll, Ocon, Checo. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was not a yeah, single point for those wow. five for P7. And when you looked at Quali, you went, "Ooh, some this could be it. This could be the race that decides it. Two Williams in the top 10." That's none of them scored. I didn't even that's a really <laughs> yeah. good point because this is the, like the the chaotic nature of this race. You would have thought that's, you know, there's points so many off the ground. So those for these, top 10 yeah. got stuck and then everyone in the mid moved wow. forwards or took an early stop and then yeah. Perez and Sainz and co just creamed through the field because they had fresh tyres and they just blitzed all of them out the way basically so wow that's insane um yeah, yeah you mentioned Piastri there I do want to talk about McLaren's weekend because they had uh a pr pretty awful weekend I think it's probably their worst weekend since uh Austria you would have to say uh, or yeah. before Austria um before yeah they, yeah yeah I should say um they both got knocked out Q1, which I think surprised... Oh, it surprised me. I don't know if it surprised you. I, I didn't think they would be, like, maybe not, like, pole strong, given how they were in practice mm. and given, you know, the, the nature of their car. But, like, both out in Q1, that just seemed... I think they only ran the one set of tyres that probably didn't help they them. They summed it up pretty well in the interviews. Both drivers and even mm. Zach Brown were kind of saying... This is a typical case, so we knew we'd be weak here coming into mm. it. Obviously, they thought either the low grip or the temp or the straights. Or um, the low-speed corners. and blah, Exactly. That, and so. that they actually weren't even that far off, again, mm. despite this being, which I didn't realize, the second longest circuit, basically, we have on the whole calendar, it which is quite large. surprise me. <laughs> yeah, it's just because yeah. there's a lot of straight to make up for it. But yeah, yeah it's second longest circuit. Mm. The margins were still very, very small. They yeah. barely missed out. And I think on quali, everyone was kind of on it. Yeah. Like you'd think it'd be, been quite a quite a tricky session. And even 
battling, you know, the fatigue, the jet lag, everything we heard so much about. Majority of the drivers were, were pretty on it. And that's where you even saw Hamilton in Q2 kind of didn't make it through. And he's just yeah. like, I just couldn't connect it. And as we said, both the Williams connected it. Credits it to Sargent, who was basically keep up with Albon the whole time at a circuit, yeah. which is a big challenge. Um, yep. And plenty of others too. So, um, yeah. And then as if it wasn't bad enough for the McLaren, of course, Norris was the one which... Um, it, mm. it was funny how there was a few... Um, almost little characteristics of the track we didn't really notice till the race. So we didn't even notice there was really a bump in that mm. left-hander until Norris went over it and then lost it through the bump. And you yeah. went, well, is this going to happen to more cars? And most cars on the onboard you saw went over the bump. I think he just got super unlucky. Yeah. It was early. It was... Cold you know, tires. It, just a combination cold car, of things. Yeah. everything, yeah. Difference, was, like the, the, the way he has to modulate the throttle probably, yeah. probably didn't help as well. It's like, almost like yeah. that could have happened to anyone. You almost know yeah. every other car they would have said, hey be careful through there you know to every other driver through the rest yeah. of the race so big impact um he did get taken for precautions but he was all good it was just a check but yeah. um it was pretty ferocious um big hit yeah yeah and to piastri's credit for a car they apparently said was yeah dung um yeah his race pace apparently was pretty good as we say he was consistently up there even on old tires not really getting caught he did have to make that pit stop, but still got a P10 and mm. really a few more laps. He, you know, he was he was flying out there. So they obviously found something overnight, and um, maybe who knows what could have been if, if Norris uh, mm. had a, had a stayed in the race. But luckily, yeah. we had um, yeah, plenty plenty else going on anyway. Well, so it wasn't to be honest, who 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 could have known what would happen if the Piastri Hamilton didn't cause both of them punctures? Because I think both of them yes. were. Oh yes, I yeah. forgot. And that's what I think that's the reason why Piastri he pit lap. 17 yes, and then Hamilton because he was one of those later. starting in the yeah. back both of them yep. yep they had the slightest of slight touches yep. and again we've seen how many times have we said this yeah. sometimes you get a, a massive touch nothing happens yeah. sometimes you get a, a breath and two cars instantly this and they've got I reckon, yeah, punctures, I, and you're I, like, huh? Where did, where did this happen? <laughs> I reckon the next incident we have could be a straight-up T-bone at, like, 300 kilometers an hour, and there'll be no damage. But then and we'll then have, like, some, yeah, someone will just, like, graze the tire, and it'll explode, and debris will go everywhere. They'll go over yeah. a curb and land, and the tire will ah, just burst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so, so odd. It's just yeah. uh, just the way the, the forces of it work or the way they impact. Yeah. It's, it's very odd. But, yeah, I think it... Hamilton's, I think, in particular, um, I mean, Piastri as well, obviously, he got the fastest lap, but he was on the softs right at the end, uh, yeah. so it's kind of hard to, to tell, but he was running on those hards exceptionally well. Um, Hamilton hit a lap later uh, than Piastri did, so he actually lost more time than, than Piastri ended up losing to it. Cause Pia- so I think Piastri he kind of stayed and, out and then it was yeah, like a slow punch yep. and then they cut to him and you could see he was... He dropped lost right a to lot the back. Of time, yeah. yeah, he dropped back to P19, which would have been last at the time. Um, yeah. And still made his way back. Uh, he did also pit under the second safety car. That that helped him quite a bit. But he yeah. made his way back to, to P7, which is pretty remarkable. So, like, if he hadn't got that puncture, I think he said, um, like, uh, the podium was on if he didn't get that puncture. And I was like, it's hard to disagree. Like, yeah. he was, it was so, so strong. And I think same with Piastri. Like, he didn't lose um, quite as much time, but he did still lose a lot. And he also pit at, an, at a time he probably didn't want to. Um, yeah. uh, and he also started P18. That didn't help for him. But um, I think he was up quite a few places lap one regardless. But... Um, 
yeah, like I think both those drivers probably deserved more than they actually got, but uh, it's just the way it goes sometimes. Sometimes it you, is. Sometimes you yeah, breathe the wrong way kept... and you get a puncture. So exactly. Yeah. I mean, Max Max would have sustained some damage from that Russell hit because it was a pretty big whack when mm. you saw it. You thought that's got to be. You know, yeah. almost, uh, yeah. Like... I think Russell said it was his, like, wheel cover. Like, that was the only thing that was damaged, which is why there was so much yeah. debris. But he's like, yeah, it probably helped us with the graining because there was no wheel yeah, cover. Yeah. He's like, yeah, sick. <laughs> and Max didn't report much. He said, have yeah. a look. And he said, it feels fine. And they mm. said afterwards, look, there was damage to both of those cars, which yeah. I guess makes it even more impressive for Max's comeback if there was a bit of damage there. But yep. that was similarly a hit that was a pretty big whack when you mm. saw it. You thought, oh, crap. And then they kept going and you thought... Eh, they're okay i guess <laughs> yeah very weird what um, do you think of that penalty by the way i know russell's come out and said he like accepted responsibility i thought it like i get why they gave the penalty i almost thought it was a bit harsh because i think it almost max... feels like because max got through yeah <sighs> i don't know yeah, yeah. I, I like I think at, at minimum you give him a like penalty points or something right to mm. say hey that that was your fault that was not on you know you did basically turn into him Max really yeah. kept it as tight as he could to his credit it was a great move mm. um, so Russell just didn't see it coming at all yeah um, yep. but but Max was yeah more than enough alongside and didn't just then cut across he yeah was basically on the curb as he got hit you could have done much more yeah um, I just thought it was a dive from like a like it was it, he was a fair way back like I, like I said yeah. I, I get where the like where the stewards are coming from and I get why he's got the, the penalty but yeah. it's just it's maybe one where if they had have hit each other and then Max had a puncture and Russell got ahead they would have gone well mm. that's a penalty you know yeah. Max is taken out of it but because they kind of hit but he still made the move and it didn't really affect them it feels a little harsh mm. but yeah I, I guess I don't know you could have seen it go either way it's I'm not gonna grumble about it right yeah, um, yeah. it feels like the movie that's... though a little maybe I prefer them to be heavier on the penalties like I prefer they you know, both Max and Russell got the penalties and neither of them getting right. I'd think yeah. I'd be more annoyed if neither of them got one. I'd be like, well, the stewards are asleep this weekend. What yeah. are they doing? <laughs> well, I guess, speak, actually, something I forgot to mention on the Max penalty. Um, they were under the safety car for, for quite a while while they were reviewing yeah. that decision. And then once they were not under the safety car, then they decided to give Max the penalty. That's right. Why did it take him so long to give him what should have been a really easy five-second penalty or a, hey, give the position back while you're under safety car, which probably yeah. what should have happened. And then you yeah. avoid the penalty and then you avoid all this, but it took him, yeah, like like four laps or something to, to work that out. And it's like, I don't understand why it took that long. And then you don't have this drama. Perfect. Done. Whatever. Yeah. It's these funky F1 rules, man. It's because F1 follows those strange rules like, mm. well, if you're ahead of the apex, but we went, well, but where the, the hell apex? is the apex in this scenario? <laughs> well, is it because yeah. it's lap one? Well, it's because half the grid slid yeah. off, so it's like, do you give all of them penalties? You know, it's like none of the others did, but yeah. then... Uh... I don't know. It's tough. I feel like... I f yeah. Again, I, I think the decision they came to, I'm not against it. It still may be an example where they could review things so they either get a decision better mm. or they have more options to apply. Different type of result or penalty to this. Yep. But I'd be a lot more upset at a lot more different answers that could have come from it. So Yeah. yeah. It definitely could have been a lot I'll worse. They, they, yeah, they yeah, could have yeah. straight up been like Max doesn't get a penalty, which is what happened um, in like 2021 when he, the Brazil one yeah. famously, when he just like ran Hamilton like 
or even seven meters yeah, off yeah. the track, and he also went like four meters and off the track. And then later that year in Abu Dhabi, when it kind of happened yeah, in reverse, yeah, when true. Hamilton ran him off, they didn't get it. I think that was the maybe when they saw this, they went, "Hey, that's yeah, pretty." That's and they pretty said bad. it was yeah. different because he also yeah didn't make the corner at all. Again, mm. why it took time, I don't know, but yes. Yes. I hey, this is this is better, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> I, as I'm saying, a lot true. more permutations we could be um. Lot more I said about, but yeah. Mm. Um, I guess I did have a few. Like we can talk about a few other things, but there was yeah. a few other notes from the race. So yeah, this yeah. was the most overtakes we ever had in a race in a dry mm. race since was China really? 2016, wow. which is quite a while. So that's over seven years. Um, so if you're watching, you probably saw a lot of overtakes. I reckon half of them that... were in that first corner in the first lap. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, that can yeah. be the reason. But there was yeah cars moving through mm. some back and forth of people not just getting overtaken, yeah. but the nature of this circuit. I mean, you could run side by side a few corners, pass on, they get passed back, which makes for good racing. The double DRS um, as well, or the double slipstream is like you can get past exactly. all the straight and then you get taken back past again, like we've seen it. Exactly. Seen it a lot, so. Yep. So, um, yeah, so that made it good. Um, it does mean that Charles continues his record of having 12 poles in a row with no win. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, he re- yeah, I'm sure he's absolutely desperate to change that. We, we, the fact that yeah. it's now become like a big thing, it's just going to, every time he gets pole now, it's just going to be, yeah, but he's going to lose. It's not even like it's that. the record of, you know, most points without a podium or, yeah. or without a win or it's most um uh what's the other one that's common uh most like races without a podium you yeah, know those type yep. of things or without a win this is yeah most uh poles without a win which is a little bit of a strange one <laughs> yeah yeah you'd think being on pole as should you know and be on pole enough times eventually one or 12 win. of those <laughs> should pay off <laughs> just yeah and i yes. think i think just the nature of um particularly this season because Charles has got quite a few this season but like I think last season as well same thing you know they yeah. just they had the better they have the better one lap car and then Red Bull just have the much stronger race car so it's yep. just, it's very rare that you have the so it's so different uh yeah that. So, for sure yeah but i mean especially with max and rebel at the top of their game so yes. if it is close like this weekend they still figure out mm. the way around it yeah um yeah Yes, um, this was Max for this year is now the only driver to not have a DNF because Lando crashing out was his first DNF of the year. So it means Max is alone on that. And I guess we will see if he can hold that for the entire year. Uh, Long gone to the time when we said, ah, one or two DNFs for every driver is normal per year. There's some sort of car failure or driver error. I thought um, there would be one this year with how few parts, like th- yeah. only three. That's why we added it into our prediction. Yeah, exactly. It's always going, yeah. when's it going when's when's to fail? <laughs> Never, apparently. <laughs> bloody hell. Running on fumes yep. at this point. I know. Um, I guess we talked about Max a lot. The final line I saw, which I actually saw come up on social media after I heard it in the Checkered Flag podcast, which is the BBC podcast. Yeah. Um, because Palmer was on there, who is always fantastic in that podcast, Brilliant. I must admit. He is yeah, fantastic. Brilliant an- um, analyst, for sure. Yes. Um, so he, he was talking about the fact how, look, throughout the weekend, Max is being very open about his thoughts, about how he didn't like the show, about how he wished there was more for the racing. He preci- he wished the fans we would show more about the racing rather than the show. He also didn't like the track. He thought it was boring. and you know. Yes, he thought he said before the race the track was boring. Um, mm-hmm. I think on the set day I heard that both his team and his dad basically said, 
it's all good to have an opinion, but you're also being paid a billion dollars, you know, to drive <laughs> yeah. around in fancy cars. Yeah. Try, you know, it, you know, yeah. you can fluff it up a bit, but you yeah. can still be honest at the same time, right? It doesn't have to every second be, this is crap. Like we should be yeah. going to wherever to party, you know. So, um, yes. But and then Palmer's comment, which was ironic, is he said, um, you can't say one day that Las Vegas GP is in shambles. And then 50 laps later, you're singing Viva Las Vegas in yeah. an Elvis suit. Yes. <laughs> Which he was doing after yeah. the race. So, yeah. yes, just because he wins and now he's like, that was great. And he's getting yeah. into the spirit and he's got his special suit. Which completely contradicts what he was saying the past 24 oh, yeah. hours, where yep. he says, I'm not for the glitz and glamour, and yet he's got a bloody Elvis suit with like a wrestling belt over it and <laughs> everything. How he even got yeah. in that suit? People were like, how did they convince him to put on the suit? Yeah. They'd be like, Max, put on the bloody suit, yeah. <laughs> or you're fired. <laughs> maybe maybe he really took those comments from his team and his dad to heart, and he's just like, you know what, if he can't beat him, join him. <laughs> exactly yeah. it could be it could be and of course know. it's max he, he talks about this but really he loves winning mm. more importantly he loves winning a really difficult race so yep. after this race he was on cloud nine because yeah. he was like i really enjoyed that he fought tooth and nail and you know yeah. um these are the races that it's, it's why he's here you know he says he doesn't mind a lights to flag victory but these are the races that he joined f1 for yeah, of course yeah. for. so of, of course he's going to be like yep now i'm happy now that that, that was great yeah but, um, it was funny that that contrast anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah, I I was I was almost like respectful of him. Like I know it's it was like every single time cuz on, on on the one hand, um I get why he's so like uh argumentative about it because like every second question is, "Oh man, Vegas, great. Yeah, ooh, awesome. Yeah, fucking fantastic." Yeah. And he's just like, "Bro, this is shit." like and he's obviously one to speak his mind so he, yeah. at, at some point you'd have to get over it you, you'd be you just get so over it you're just like no i don't like this everyone's saying oh it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be great and he's just like i don't i don't like this and fair enough mm-hmm. and then yeah the the end of the race came and he was singing viva las vegas over the radio and i'm just like bro you oh, i almost respected <laughs> you for a second almost no, 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 no. just a little bit um yeah yeah so Whatever you know, that's he can do. He can do whatever he wants. I guess he's getting paid, paid the millions, and he's exactly. winning all the races. He's a character. And, uh, what is it? He's going to have the most expensive super license charge in the history because true. he's gotten so many points, and yeah. that determines the yep. cost real license. Yep. So, oh, woe is Max. Yep. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, I'm too rich and I'm too successful. It's all a, exactly. all a shame. Exactly. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's pretty much all the notes I had. Like, um, I think Aston Martin did probably exceeded my expectations this weekend. Again, another weekend I didn't expect them to be super strong, but here they are. They've figured out whatever issues. Strolled it all right again. Yeah, yeah. Hey, keep it up, incredible. buddy. Yeah. You're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know Definitely. what? Again, another story we were saying weeks ago that this is over. Yep. Hey, that battle for P4 and the Constructors uh it's on <laughs> yes we'll I've get got, into it we've yeah, got, we got yeah. a pretty sizable preview but yeah, it's on <laughs> yeah yeah i've got i got some notes on some of the battles for the final race but yeah it's yeah. it's well and truly back on for that so but uh yeah no which I, is full credit to not just the team as i mm. say but also to stroll he's making that happen yep he scored well his last few yeah. races and brought them back into it yeah and he, he he well outpaced alonso in the well in the race he obviously kept out of trouble um yeah a little bit more well, than that's alonso saying did, something yeah. kept out of trouble decent pace yep. strategy played it well he banks it yep. that's when McLaren aren't banking it, hey, yeah, that's all he needs to do. What you have to do, definitely. So, but yeah, yeah no, I like 
outside of the the, the day one shambles, I uh, th- actually thoroughly enjoyed this, and I think it threw out quite a few interesting stories. I know for um, next year, not to, not to go too deep into this because I mean, we'll go into it next year. Yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, Vegas is the first race in a triple header. So rather than being a double header, which drivers ah. already don't like because of how late it is, um, it's going Las Vegas, Qatar, and then Abu Dhabi all in a row. And I think Ricardo found out about it during an interview because they were talking about how like, they, <laughs> you know, they need to make the race earlier because then the te- track yes. will be a little bit better, blah, blah, safety, all this. Um, also the, the fact that yeah. apparently like teams and drivers were all completely, completely wrecked at the end of the day because it's so um so particularly having it as even as a double header like the the fact that they probably have to adjust again to abu dhabi you know let's say three four days later like if it was its own standalone event fine like i would say hey just fucking suck or if the time zone synced up with events around it but it's almost yeah, it's like a seven, eight hour difference. Yeah, so it completely you can't, shoots the, you can't yeah, do the that. Body but, clock. but yeah, Ricardo found out about the triple, the fact that it was the start of a triple header during an interview. He was like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, not a fan of that at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's. Uh, There'll be, um, I think yeah. it's similar to what we said after, um, was it Qatar, right? Mm. They've probably got a bit to, uh, to look through and sort out for next year, but that's. Yeah. They've got time to sort it out, right? There's some, yeah, I'm, I'm not coming out of this going. Oh god, it's first of ten. I'm mm. like, it was actually, sure there yeah. was some stuff to get right. Yeah, but if you feel like they've got competency to, to lessons learned from it, yeah, and probably come back even bigger next year. Hundred so, percent. Yeah, I'm excited. It definitely. I um, I, I'm the fact that the racing was good. Like, even if it's not low grip, I think just the challenges the the, the track presents. Uh, as a whole, I think is it's a good it, track. It definitely, going, yeah. yeah it it was hard to see them racing around it beforehand, even mm. after quality. You went, but does it work for yeah. racing? Yeah, it's and almost not that first few laps. You went, oh, this works. Mm. This really works. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> and um, not just because of the low grip. In higher grip, it might be even better. Who knows? So. True, yeah. And the fact that they were saying like we don't know if it's going to be good for overtaking, and then you said it's the most overtake since China 2016 is like, yeah, okay, maybe we don't know what we're talking about yeah. sometimes so yeah um yeah no i'm i'm actually excited to see if if next year will be will be bigger and better but uh yeah yeah the only other fact i had hmm. is that mr george russell has solidified his eighth place position with this result in the driver's championship he can't Fantastic. lose a place he can't gain a place so <laughs> he's done it P8 in this race and P8 in the championship. It all is yes faded into Mm. um, not obscurity, but yes, not necessarily in any limelight now. Um, Yep, just wanted to. I just saw it. Yep, yep. Fair (laughs) enough. Well done, George Uh, Hamilton's. What's he fighting for? P3, P4. Confirmed P3. He's also confirmed. Confirmed. Okay. Yep. Top three are. Sealed Top three in, are done. And then there it's that. We'll go into it that battle yes. before, which yeah, is the, that's big the other one I have. Blockbuster. Yep. Yeah. Both for drivers and for constructors. True. is really the big fight in, in yep. Abu Dhabi, which is exciting. We have something to root for. We'll probably mm. pick our. Maybe we'll pick it. Uh, we'll, 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 in a preview, maybe as a heads up, we should pick our driver and team that we think will maybe get both of those. Maybe that'll be fun. I'm not saying mm. we should add an extra points or anything. I'm not saying. Mm. <laughs> we can just do it for fun. Okay. We can keep it the standard points. I'm not trying to get any okay. advantage here. This is a side uh, thing for fun. Watch- no points. So I'm you can watch it. 
<laughs> what are those tallies at? Can I fudge the numbers again? You won't notice. Or... <laughs> All right. Well, we'll leave it at that then. Uh, yep. We're going to be recording our Abu Dhabi preview right after this, so uh, mm-hmm. stay tuned for that one. Um, but let us know what you thought of Vegas. Uh, did the off-track stuff put you off so much or did you end up enjoying it like we did um please let us know and stay tuned for Abu Dhabi the final race um hopefully it'll be a a good one as well but take care everyone we'll see you very very soon bye-bye bye